0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student-athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's
2: your host, Rob Lowry. From Nampa, Idaho, to Burnaby, British Columbia, and from Bellingham, Washington, the capital of the GNAC basketball universe, to wherever it is that you may be listening, welcome to GNAC Insider, your weekly look at the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. I'm Robert Lowry, and certainly glad to have you along tonight on the eve of this weekend's Great Northwest Athletic Conference Men's and Women's Basketball Championships. As we mentioned, they're going to be coming your way from Burnaby, British Columbia on GNAC.TV and on ESPN3, the championships on Saturday. It's going to be a pleasure to be up there on Thursday and Friday, bringing you the telecasts on GNAC.TV. And one of the players we're going to see in action this coming Thursday in the quarterfinal round of the men's tournament is joining us tonight the just-named GNAC Newcomer of the Year, and the just-named GNAC Player of the Year today. We're talking about Northwest Nazarene University guard Adonis Arms. Adonis, thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider, and congratulations on two well, well well-deserved awards, young man.
3: Thank you for having me, and uh, I just want to thank my teammates, coaching staff, mom, sister, and God for putting me in the position to win those awards.
2: Well, you won the awards, and you won them without much question because you averaged 20.9 points a game. You led the great Northwest Athletic Conference in scoring this year. You're taking the Nighthawks back to the GNAC championships. The team this year finished 19-7 and overall, 14-6 and overall. And, again, this is your first year, or 14-6 in GNAC, we should say. This is your first year there at Northwest Nazarene University. Did you expect success for you individually as it has and for the team as it has to come as quickly as it has?
3: Um, I think with our, our hard work that we put in every day with practice and two-a-days and stuff like that, I think with whatever you put in the game is going to come out great. So, I mean, us working hard, I think that, you know, it paved the way for us to have a great season this year and to be in the playoffs. So, yeah, it's just hard I- work.
2: I talked about your scoring nearly twenty one points a game, but you lead the team in just about every other category too you're you're averaging three better than three assists a game, a couple of steals a game, nearly a blocked shot a game uh you're you are a do it all player and i what i what amazes me is not only are you such a prolific scorer, but you're such a prolific assist man as well. Talk a little bit about your game for folks who haven't seen you play. Who do you do you think they may be able to compare you to and get an idea about the style of game that you play?
3: Uh, I don't know who they want to compare me to, but I know when I was little and I went to I-9 Sports, I was compared to Michael Jordan as a kid. They are calling me Mini Jordan and stuff like that because my, my IQ and my skill level at such a young age was so high. Um, now I think I compare myself to Kobe, Giannis and Paul George. I like those three players right there. KD, too, but those three that I named before him, uh, I really don't like my game after those three.
2: You're coming off, arguably, your best game of the season. You scored a game-high 30. You pulled down five rebounds in uh, Saturday's regular season finale against Seattle Pacific. Was that your best game, and do you feel that you are playing your best basketball at the tail end of this season?
3: I think towards the end of the season where you, you have to establish yourself and, you know, like when playoffs come that you got to you gotta show people who you are. And I think not at the end of the season, but at the beginning of the season, I just brought that from the jump. So, I don't know. I just – every game I just play my hardest and I give it all and uh, whatever the outcome is, and that's what it is. But I don't think it was the end of the season urge urged them to have my best games. I think whenever the ball is thrown up in the air, it's over with. I just play the best I can.
4: Yeah.
2: Now, you've made kind of a long journey to get to Napa, Idaho. You're a a native, or or your hometown's Milwaukee, but you actually went and graduated from Desert Vista High School in Phoenix. You started your career in the community college ranks in Arizona and then to Northwest Nazarene. What was it that brought you from Arizona up there to play in Napa? I
3: think it was just me getting recruited from Mason Community College winning the MVP award and stuff like that, and me just showing my game to all types of coaches. And I think that what brought me to NNU was the love that the coaches showed me all the love that the teammates showed me and my main man, Obi. you know. With him being here, I wouldn't say it was an easier decision, but it made it, I don't know, like it put
2: me. In- Meg while your teammate there, who ironically enough is number two in the GNAC in scoring as well. Now, talking about you and Obi, you guys have played on a team this year that again has made it to the GNAC with a fourteen and six record in conference play. Included in that is a one and one split with the teams that you will face in the first round, the quarterfinal round of the GNAC postseason, and Simon Frazier. You knocked off the clan in Nampa, and then you fell by one up in Burnaby. What do you remember about those two games?
3: I remember the ball pressure that we put on them in the first game and, you know, us, like, showing ourselves who we are. We're a defensive team and we're So I think that was the change between game one and game two. Um, I think that, you know, when we see them again, that we'll go back to game one with the ball pressure and all that and uh, see how they react after that. But I think that was the difference.
2: We're joined tonight by Adonis Arms, the Great Northwest Athletic Conference Player of the Year in men's basketball. Adonis, what are you studying there at Northwest Nazarene? And when your basketball career is through, and that's probably a number of years from now, but when it is finally uh, time for you to, to hang them up for the last time, what do you what do you want to do?
3: I want to be an athletic trainer. I want to train other basketball players to be great and you know follow their dreams because. There's always um, people out there that don't think that they can make it, but really all you got to do is put your head down and get to work and anybody can make it. I mean, I'm on, there, I'm on that journey now, and I have great teammates and great coaching staff that helping me along that way. So I think that's what I want to do after, just show people or show kids that you can make it if you put in the hard work and you really want it.
2: Well, Adonis, you've put in a lot of hard work this year, and boy, has it paid off with some individual accomplishments. GNAC Player of the Year, GNAC Newcomer of the Year, and Northwest Nazarene third in the GNAC this season. I am looking forward a great deal to seeing you play on Thursday. Good luck to you. Good luck, obviously, to all the GNAC teams in the upcoming championships. And, Adonis, I look forward to shaking your hand this coming Thursday. And thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider.
3: Thank you for having me, and I'll be happy to shake your hand when I see you on Thursday.
2: You definitely will, and thank you very much for joining <laughs> us. That's Adonis Arms joining us tonight from Nampa, Idaho. As we mentioned, the Great Northwest Athletic Conference Men's and Women's Basketball Championships to be played in Bellingham this year. The host school, Western Washington University, and the Vikings' outstanding athletic director, Steve Card, is going to join us. He will do so when GNAC Insider resumes right after this timeout.
1: GNACsports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, statistics, and more for all 11 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC.tv. With more
0: than 60 areas of study to choose from, Northwest Nazarene University guarantees that you don't have to settle for a major that's anything less than your true passion. NNU graduate Chad Larson's goal was to find a program that would help him achieve his dreams. Majoring in engineering at NNU gave him the prestigious opportunity to do research with NASA. While a student, Chad worked internationally and experienced pursuing his studies in zero gravity, not once, but twice.
3: Ten years from now, I hope to have obtained my Ph.D. and then
2: begin pursuing a career at NASA where I'll be on the cutting edge of science.
0: Thanks to the education he received at NNU, Chad is well on his way to fulfilling his dream by working to obtain his Ph.D. in engineering. It's not too late to find out which one of our majors you will love. Your program is waiting at Northwest Nazarene University. Call 467-8000 or visit nnu.edu today.
2: And welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry. It is the eve of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference Men's and Women's Basketball Tournament to be played in Bellingham at Western Washington University. And joining us now from Bellingham is Vikings Athletic Director Steve Cardin. Well, Steve, we had the opportunity and the pleasure to talk to you a, a couple of months ago, and we talked about the basketball tournament being, oh, a few months down the line well, those few months have flown by. Can you believe it's upon us right now? We're just a couple of days away from tip-off?
4: Oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's gone by really fast. I mean, uh, our, my staff and I were talking about the uh, – it was just, a, what, three months ago that we were hosting the NCAA Regional for Volleyball and how quickly that has uh, flown by to to get to this point. But But we're certainly excited for the week.
2: Well, you brought up an interesting point. Since you've had that previous experience this year hosting a, a tournament again of, of high magnitude, does that make this one maybe a little bit easier?
4: Well, I, you know, it's, it was certainly nice to have gone through that experience. Um, you know, and of course we we had an idea that we might host that, but when the it you know formally came down that we were hosting it, we had all of three days to kind of pull it together. So. Um, you know, the fact that we were able to successfully host that event back in the, uh, you know, first of the, you know, mid-November, I guess it was, um, really was a great run through for this event. And, of course, we've been planning this event since we were main host, uh, you know, a little over a year ago. And uh, we've been working hard on this. And, you know, we've had some great partners. Uh, Wacom Tourism, for example, has really stepped up and assisted us in some uh, making this a special experience for the student athletes. And, uh, you know, we, we've added a few bells and whistles to what we pulled off in November for volleyball. And, uh, you know, it's it, but yes, I would say that having that run through about three and a half months ago has certainly made this uh, um, a little easier, I would say, in terms of the preparation. We know what to expect now.
2: And you have a brand new show place as well. It's been open for a bit now, but not that long. The, uh, the, the, Reconditioned, rejuvenated, renovated—any I, I, acronym you want to put in there. Carver Gymnasium, from what I hear, it has never looked better, and it's going to be a great venue for for fans and for the GNAC.TV telecast. Uh, any uh, any thoughts on those uh, two aspects of the upcoming championships?
4: Yeah, you know, the the new Carver Gym certainly is much more uh, user friendly. I would say for. For our fans and for the athletes and the, and the, the coaching staff. So, I mean it's uh, you know we have ample space in terms of locker rooms and uh, you know access to the facility in terms of from you know getting from the locker rooms into the into the gym and um, you know and the support services that are around at the training room that's right next door and and. The offices right there, and and um, you know our new Hall of Fame room that we have that we'll be hosting in the uh, hospitality area for coaches and administrators. It's all right there, and it's all brand new. And uh, but I think the thing that you touched on there, Rob, that's probably the most impressive is the uh, is the the video production of the games. And in uh, our team, you know, led by Steve Brummel um, and the group that he has that that produces our games and does the video stream. It's very bright. It's light. It's a high definition shoot, and I think that that's been something that's been added uh, since the renovation, where we're doing a, a you know a six camera high definition shoot of our, all of our games, and that's what we expect you know what we're going to have for the GNAC. and and I think our you know the folks that are going to be tuning in on, on GNAC TV to watch it, and uh, and then eventually on Saturday on ESPN three are going to be very impressed with the quality of. Of the uh, of the the broadcast and and a lot of that has to do with just the the um, amenities that have been added to Carver in terms of the lighting and and just how things pop on TVs so we're we're very proud of that and uh, and I think that uh, the viewers are going to be very happy with what they see.
2: Steve Card, Western Washington University Athletic Director, joining us tonight here on GNAC uh, Insider and and Steve, uh, you you talked about all the things going on around the event but you have a team in this event as well as on uh, Thursday at 2:15, Western Washington and Simon Frazier play women's action. Are you going to have an opportunity at all to be able to take a breath and maybe sit down for, for five or 10 minutes and be able to enjoy some of the action from, uh, from a fan's perspective.
4: Well, I can tell you I'll be in my seat for the entire game. And I, and the reason why I'm going to be able to do that is because of the team that I have behind me. And, and, uh, You know, when you you talk about, I mentioned Steve Brummel's name, and he's my senior associate athletic director. Jeff Evans is probably one of the finest director of communications in college athletics, and Nicole Ebersole and, and her team of interns that handle all the special events and everything else. They really are the, the people that are getting the work done behind the scenes and making this the championship that it is. So that, that frees me up to have the opportunity to sit in my chair and watch our team play at 2.15 uh, on Thursday, and I'm really looking forward to that. There's, that's, a, that's a great rivalry between Western Washington and Simon Frazier. Uh, the coaches have a tremendous amount of respect for each other, and it should be a really great game. So we're, we're excited to, to be in the tournament and, uh, and certainly to host and have our players play on their home court.
2: And again, it works out because of seeding, certainly, but are you happy with that first round matchup as well? Because as you mentioned, that is a real nice rivalry between Western and Simon Frazier, you know, 70, 80 miles apart from each other. So I'm assuming we're going to have a pretty good house at 2:15 on Thursday for that tip off.
4: Yeah, we're, we're anticipating that there should be a pretty good crowd for that game. And, you know, at, at this point, you know, at, at the season, I think you're just happy to be involved in the postseason and be a part of the tournament. And whoever your opponent happens to be, um, you know, so be it. And, and for us, I mean, to, to have the opportunity to compete against Simon Fraser, as you mentioned, just a longtime rival of ours going way, way back in, in women's basketball, uh, I think is, and the fact that they're only a, a, a short distance away, it should be lively in the, in the, in the venue. And, and uh, I think that's going to make for great basketball.
2: Well, Steve, I can't tell you how excited I am to be able to come up and be part of the GNAC.TV production from the, uh, from the Carver Gymnasium for the quarterfinals and for the semifinals. And I tell you, I sincerely hope that you and I will have an opportunity to do a little interview on the TV uh, sometime during the upcoming uh, tournament up there. And, and uh, I want to patch on the back Tell you a great job, job well done. And, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you this coming weekend.
4: Well, I appreciate that, Rob, and we're looking forward to having you here in Bellingham, and, uh, and I look forward to that opportunity to sit down with you and do another interview.
2: Good. Well, Steve, thanks very much. Steve Carr, the athletic director at Western Washington University, again set to host the 2019 GNAC Men's and Women's Basketball Championships up there from the brand, brand spanking new Sam Carver Gym. It is going to be a whale of fun to do those games up there. Time for us now to go around the GNAC and take a look at what happened last week around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Well, plenty was at stake in the final week of regular season playing men's basketball. GNAC Team of the Week honors went to Montana State Billings, and Simon Fraser was the other team to grab the final two remaining GNAC championship bursts. St. Martin's clinched the conference's regular season title with a double overtime victory at Central Washington on Saturday night. In women's action, Concordia and Western Washington sewed up trips to the postseason with a pair of 2-0 NO weeks. At the top of the league standings, Alaska Anchorage earned the regular season title with victories over Northwest Nazarene and Central Washington. In outdoor track and field an impressive week at the Puget Sound hosted Ed Boitano Invitational earned St. Martin's a sweep of both the GNAC's weekly men's track and field awards. Senior Jackson Hand led a top-three sweep of the 200-meters, clocking a time of 22 and 4 seconds. And in the field, senior Craig Boyle won the pole vault with a clearance of 14 feet, 8 inches. Baseball. All six of the conference's teams were in action last week to open GNAC play. Western Oregon, Northwest Nazarene, and Central Washington currently are tied for first place after recording 3-and-1 records on opening weekend. And in softball, Western Washington highlighted the first week of league competition with a sweep of Montana State Billings. Senior McKinley Celebold threw her second no-hitter of the season to help lead the Vikings to a 4-0 weekend. Well, that's what happened last week around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. We're going to return to the hardwood. Ozzie Noabugo from the Simon Fraser University women's basketball team will join us for a conversation. She will do so. When GNAC Insider comes back your way, right after this, timeout.
1: Remember, if you don't catch us live, listen to GNAC Insider over iTunes or at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Why choose
0: Western Washington University?
2: Go to school in one of Outside Magazine's Dream Towns, minutes from both the mountains and the sea.
0: Ranked by U.S. News and World Report as the number one public master's granting university in the Pacific Northwest.
2: The number one producer of prestigious Fulbright scholarships in the nation among public master's granting institutions.
0: The number one medium-sized school in the nation for graduates who join the Peace Corps.
2: Western Washington University.
0: Active Minds, Changing Lives.
2: Welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry on the eve of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference Men's and Women's Basketball Championships. And well, joining us now from Burnaby, British Columbia, Ozzie Nowabugo from the Simon Fraser University Women's Basketball Team. Ozzie, thank you for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider.
5: Thank you for having me, Rob.
2: Well, I, I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, uh, and we talked about it with Steve Card just a couple of moments ago. But uh, you have the opportunity to go up against Western Washington in first-round action there at the tournament in quarterfinal play on Thursday. you excited to be playing the Vikings for the third time this year?
5: Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited. As Steve said, it's, it's a rivalry that's been going for quite a while, and uh, we've played them twice this season. And um, unfortunately, we've lost to them both times, but I think it's difficult to be a good team three times so going up against them this is this is our chance at redemption and i think we're we're ready to like to go for it
2: what was the difference and i've looked at the comparative statistics and the scores and this and that it looked like simon frazier didn't shoot particularly well and it looked like western washington got a lot of work done on the inside against you in those two previous wins is that is that putting too fine a point on things
5: um, no, quite frankly, I think, I think that we, yeah, we got hurt quite a bit on the inside. Uh, unfortunately for us, we were, we were missing an inside presence. We are missing Samantha Beauchamp as well, who, um, I mean, she changed, she changes a lot of shots. She changes, um, like the way we play defense and, um, not having her, I would say hurt us quite a bit. And then, you know, some days, some days shots don't necessarily fall as well. And, mm-hmm. um, but then like coming into this week, we're just going to have to take our shots and we're going to have to make the adjustments that we need
2: to. Yeah. Now you talk about defense. You are reputed to be, and I don't think there's any question about it when you look at the numbers. One of the top defenders in the conference, you're second on the team, 46 steals through the regular season. Is defense something you pride yourself on? I
5: would say so. Yes. Um, I think that, it's it's something you can control, um, like being the best, being the best shooter, yes, you can practice being the best shooter, but some days shots don't drop, and on defense, you can always choose how hard you're going to work, and how you're going to try to stop people, and you know, it just, it's just hustle, so I think that that just puts, um, it puts the ball in your court, really, like, so I, I pride myself on that, and I pride myself on being able to stop people, like, just Based on how hard I might be, like I'm willing to work on any given
2: day. Yeah. When you realize that this uh, this rivalry you've been talking about with Western Washington and the excellence that uh, Simon Fraser has had, matter of fact, uh, the team's been a member of the GNAC for nine years, and the Clan have qualified for the tournament in each of those nine seasons. Is that something that you, that you take pride in as you step onto the floor Thursday?
5: Very much so. Um I think that having that in our in our tradition, it gives us it gives us something to live up to. Like not only is there the competitive spirit, live you want to win, but now you know that the people in the years before you have done it. It's it's team tradition. So you go out and you play hard and it's playing for the jersey on your back and playing for your teammates and paying, playing for your team's legacy. So I think it means it means a lot to us.
2: You know, it's something and you you said something and it it just brought back uh, uh, something that has been said before but I'd forgotten about. The the winning teams have players who play for the name that's on the front of their jersey, not on the back. Is that the way you look at it?
5: Yes, that is that's,
2: that's what yeah. I meant
5: to say. Um we play we play for Simon Fraser and Exactly. Um yeah. <laughs> so, um yeah, it's just important to remember that like you you do this for your teammates as well you did this for your school you did it do it for the pride that you guys have together
2: yeah I, and again i i i i have seen players play and you know that sometimes they've been playing for the name on the back and not on the front and the winning teams are the ones where everybody looks down and not behind them now you yeah. grew up there in british columbia you're a native of port coquitlam which is a, a stone's throw i guess away from burnaby you went to riverside secondary what was it about uh, Simon Fraser that, uh, well, that allowed you to stay right there, pretty much in your own backyard, to play your collegiate basketball?
5: Um, I have been, I've been coming to watch games at SFU, been coming to watch the women's basketball team play since I started playing basketball and um like been coming to camps and I'd seen I'd seen what the team was like in, like based on like the caliber, the skill that they had and I'd also seen the way players interacted with each other and with the coach and I thought that it was special. It wasn't it was a relationship that was past just like player to player and player to coach. It was like they they cared about each other. They were they were a family in a sense. And for me that's like that's what I was looking for in a team. I wanted I wanted something that in the end wasn't just a bunch of people coming together to play basketball and then go their separate ways in the end. It's just um, something that matters on a deeper level.
2: We're having the pleasure of speaking with Ozzie Noabuko from the Simon Fraser University women's basketball team. Uh, Basketball is certainly part of the student-athlete equation, but obviously student is part of that as well. What are you taking at Simon Fraser, and what are your career aspirations?
5: Um, I am a sociology major and a criminology minor, and wow. I'm looking to <laughs> looking to practice uh, law in the future, and then hopefully teach it at the university level.
2: Really, what is it about law, and then what about teaching law that that uh, entices you to go that way?
5: Um, so, I personally, I didn't actually know that I had um, really much of an interest in law because I was a I was a biomedical physiology major for a bit. And um, it took kind of digging in and seeing, like, what, what my interests were. I, for one, I'm very much, like, an argumentative person. I like looking at, like, the the nitpicky details and kind of the, the loopholes through things, if you will. Um, and, read, like, when I started reading more about, like, crim courses and the actual, like, the things that you actually learn about in like Canadian law and stuff like that, I decided that that was what I wanted to do with my life. And then, kind of teaching, teaching's always been something that I was I always thought could be an interest of mine. And I just I love interacting with people and I love sharing ideas that I have or things that I've learned. So I thought like, hey, that's a great way to combine what you like and like what you're good at. So I decided I was gonna go for it. <laughs>
2: You 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 just brought up something interesting, and again, when I talk about the the Great Northwest Athletic Conference, generally uh, li- lines between countries they they don't I don't think about them much. But you just said something about practicing law in Canada. If you get a Canadian yeah. law degree, do you have to do something different to be able to practice law across the border as well, or is there a, a certain reciprocal uh, reciprocal arrangement there?
5: That's a really good question. Um, I am. I feel like you would probably have to. I actually don't know for sure, because um, there are differences between American law and Canadian law. And we do learn like quite a few about them, but I mean, I I would think that there was like there was some kind of meeting ground for the two. But well, I the reason
2: I'm asking is because I'm trying <laughs> to I'm trying to make sure I have you on my side if I ever have to go to court. <laughs>
5: I'll, I'll read up on it just
2: for you, <laughs> just, just so I you can back you up much.
5: in
2: court. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. You read up on it, and I'm going to come, and we're going to shake hands on Thursday uh, from uh, from uh, Carver Gymnasium in Bellingham before your game between Simon Fraser and Western Washington, 215 this coming Thursday in the quarterfinals of the GNAC women's tournament. Ozzie, it has been an absolute delight to speak with you tonight. I look like forward to seeing you play on Thursday. Good luck to you. Good luck to all the women's teams, certainly. And uh, we will be uh, talking on Thursday for sure. Thank you very much.
5: The pleasure's all mine, and I look forward to shaking your hand.
2: Thank you very much. Ozzy Noabuko from the Simon Fraser University women's basketball team joining us tonight from up there in Burnaby, British Columbia. Well, around the GNAC and men's basketball, the conferences, top six teams converge in Bellingham for this week's GNAC championships. We've been talking about it for the last half hour. The top seeds, St. Martin's, well, it leads the field and will be the winner of Thursday's Western Oregon-Montana State Billings game in Friday's semifinal. In women's hoops action, regular season champion Alaska Anchorage will be in action Friday, taking on the winner of Thursday's quarterfinal between Central Washington and Concordia. And again, All those games being at noon on Thursday will be seen on GNAC.tv. Men's golf, three teams are in action this week. St. Martins and Concordia will take to Santee, California for the UC San Diego-hosted SoCal Invitational. Make that intercollegiate. While Montana State Billings will be in Las Vegas for the Minot State Invitational. On the women's side, all six teams return to the Lynx 2 this week. They'll get underway with Concordia, Western Washington, Northwest Nazarene, Simon Fraser, and St. Martins all at the Cal State East Bay-hosted Tim Tierney Pioneer Shootout. That's going to be held in Alameda, California. Then over the weekend, Montana State Billings will be in Las Vegas for the Minot State Invitational, while St. Martins heads to Lakewood, Washington for the Puget Sound Spring Invitational track and field representatives from all 10 GNAC teams will converge in Pittsburgh, Kansas, for the NCAA Division II Indoor Track and Field Championships. In addition, listen to this, Central Washington, Concordia, Western Oregon, Seattle Pacific, St. Martin's and Western Washington will be competing in various outdoor events. Yeah, outdoor track and field underway in Tacoma and Forest Grove in Gresham, Oregon this coming weekend. In baseball, all six GNAC teams will be in action this week as conference play continues. Northwest Nazarene Montana State Billings will get the week underway in Napa on Friday, while the Concordia, St. Martins, and Western Oregon Central Washington series get underway on Saturday. And in softball, 17 games are on this week's slate. First place Western Washington will be in action for four contests, playing at Concordia twice on Saturday before heading to Monmouth for a Sunday doubleheader against Western Oregon remember that for the latest in the GNAC all you have to do is go to GNACsports.com to find news stats standings and so much more also you can connect with the GNAC through social media on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at GNAC sports well we'll wrap up this pre-championship edition of GNAC Insider which we will do right after this GNACSports.com is
1: your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, statistics, and more for all 11 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC.tv.
2: When I first came to SFU, I thought I knew exactly what I wanted. When I got into my second semester, I suddenly wasn't so sure what I wanted to do anymore. So I started to explore a little bit archaeology, communications, history, even Theology. And then I decided to go on exchange to France for a year.
0: I was an orientation leader for a year, became a community advisor in residence, helped start a choir, I even took a rowing course. After SFU, I have lots of possibilities of what I could do, but whatever I do, I know I'll be ready for it.
2: I hope during this past half hour you can tell how excited I am about the upcoming GNAC basketball championship tournament gets underway Thursday in Bellingham at Sam Carver Gymnasium with quarterfinal action in men's and women's play. The semis on Friday and championship Saturday is just around the corner. If you're in Bellingham, we certainly would invite you to come out and cheer on your favorite team or your favorite teams in the GNAC, or just come out. If you're a basketball fan, you will see some tremendous basketball action. If you can't make it out, all eight games of the quarterfinals and the semifinals will be seen live streamed on GNAC.tv, and ESPN3 is going to be your site for Championship Saturday events. and. Also, beginning tomorrow during the noon hour, we're going to start having some interviews with some of the key players and some of the other personnel up there at the championships. We'll have those for you on the GNAC YouTube channel as well. So lots of ways for you to stay connected for the championship tournament, which begins with tip off Thursday at high noon. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of GNAC Insider. Once again, thanks to our guests tonight, Simon Frazier, women's basketball standout Ozzie Nawabugo, also to Western Washington's athletic director Steve Card, and to Northwest Nazarene men's basketball standout and the GNAC Men's Player of the Year Adonis Arms for joining us here tonight. Also, thanks to Commissioner Dave Hagland, thanks to our producer Connor Pelton, and thanks to you for joining us until tomorrow, I hope, maybe this weekend on TV. Or until next week on GNAC Insider, I'm Robert Lowry, thanking you for joining us tonight and saying so long for now.
1: GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACSports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.